Previously, on Keeg's Quest, a Skyrim adventure. Well met, Don Bajero. I am Two Tails. I trust my reputation precedes me? It does indeed, my friend. The Red Guard, known as Kando, is seeing two other matters at this moment. As a token of his goodwill, he presents to you a gift. These two slaves. These two, two what? what? What did, did he say? say? Both are hardworking and will serve you well. I see. I ask only one indulgence, that I be the one to affix the manacles upon these men as they await your whim. As is mandated by the Rogue Accords of the First Era, I am obligated to provide each of you with a single lockpick. Are you telling us how to escape? I'm trying to, if you'd listen. If I ever get out of this, your long life will be brought to a very quick end. I must say, that is a very backhanded show of appreciation. We need to find the others before they stumble into a situation they can't handle. I left that bloody bar at twilight sprinted Julianos knows how far all bloody night to find you lot, picked the two of you up, and found the only bloody cave in the entire continent that doesn't have anything spawning in it. I am not a young man. I need rest. So I'm going to sleep now. And I swear to Talos, if you do anything that disturbs my well-earned slumber, I will rip off your shield arm and use it as a pillow. Got it? What the bloody hell? Holy crap. That's a Dwemer Sphere Guardian. And, uh, I take it those things are dangerous? Uh, extremely. Those who know the password cannot be harmed. Well, uh, we know the password. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course we do. <laughs> Absolutely. Duh. Speak the password and enter. Oh, man. I have... An idea. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Wolf in the fold. Star Trek. Oh. And now, the conclusion. Hey! Hey! Wake up! Huh? Oh. Hey, you... Hey, yourself. I need you to answer a question for me. How in the name of Shilgorath's therapist does your wife remain sane listening to you carrying on like that all hours of the night? What are you complaining about now? The snoring, Sebastian. The infernal snoring. I've already chained to this stone wall, which is dripping down the back of my neck, if you're interested. Which I'm not. And just when I think, you know what? I think I'm just exhausted enough to get some sleep and free myself from this torture for a few short hours. And you start up like a bloody chainsaw. What are you talking about? The, 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 the noises that relentlessly emanate from your gullet when you sleep. You must have been dreaming. I don't snore. The hell you don't snore! You've been doing it for three hours! Oh, bull ticky, I so do not snore. If I snored, don't you think I would have heard about it by now? And how, pray tell, would you hear about it? Well, I think aphasia would have something to say about it. If it were true, which it is not. The woman is a mute. She doesn't talk to you about anything. She... Well, well, if it bothered her, believe me, she'd let me know. Besides, I'm really super good at reading lips. 
You could say I'd been preparing for this marriage my whole life. Well, maybe it doesn't bother her so much. She's probably mostly deaf from pounding hammers on anvils all day. Oh, Anvil, how I miss your briny shores. I don't believe I gave you permission to change the subject. That's where I'm from originally, you know. Well, you don't know, because you never asked. I never asked because I never cared. And that proud tradition continues to this very day. My dad was the fisherman. He was away a lot. And in a roundabout kind of way, that's how I ended up here. You poor man. He used to send me off to summer camp here. Of course, summer here is pretty much like winter everywhere else. The Greybeards had kind of an internship program up at High Hrothgar. So I went up there every year. Frankly, I think Dad was trying to get me away from the beach during prime bikini season. If you know what I mean. Ugh. Ugh. So anyway, I'd walk up those 7,000 steps every year. That's where I really started racking up the levels in athletics, let me tell you. My glutes can probably deflect a crossbow bolt, you know. I'd be happy to test that theory at your convenience. Do you think a bound crossbow would work? So, I'd get up there, and it's basically me and a bunch of old dudes. And I was thinking, cool, there are tons of books here. I'll just chill out, read, they'll teach me their mystical ways, and it'd be a pretty sweet deal, right? I'm gonna go with... wrong? You're darn tootin' wrong. I get up there only to discover that none of those old farts could talk. Well, they could. They just took a vow not to. I think now would be an opportune time for you to take such a vow. And that's what prepared me so much for marrying aphasia. I'd been around non-talkers for decades, so there I am with four silent old dudes and about a bajillion books, so I just started reading. And most of those books talked about dragons. So every year, I'd go back and just tear through whatever reading material I could. And the old dudes would poke their heads in, and I'd kind of imagine them silently grunting and moving on. How do you silently grunt? There's no such thing as a silent grunt. It's a conflict in terms. Oh, are you done now? That was a silent grunt. So, anywho, all those years reading taught me a lot of stuff about the dragons, what they did before, and the prophecies about their return, which allegedly happened about four years ago, and yet we haven't seen or heard a single dragon yet. Well, Enro saw one. Enro would have full conversations with his horse. He's a skooma addict. He probably saw a bird or an Argonian. Trust me, you didn't see their library, man. Books and scrolls and prophecies on cocktail napkins, you name it. So, after a few years, after they got used to me and, I suppose, trusted me, they taught me the way of the voice. Guess they wanted me to become one of them. And I gotta say, I jumped at the chance. Way of the voice? Is that why you talk so funny? Talk so funny? This is an anvil accent, you dits! And no... The way of the voice is it's kind of hard to explain. You kind of twist up your throat in this certain way, and then you shout through it, and you make a thum. Takes years of practice. Dare I ask what a thum is? Is that some sort of elaborate belch? Well, well you're not as wrong as you think. It's more like a, a sneeze, though. You, you gather your power kind of in your chestral throatal region until you can't hold it anymore 
and then you just allow it to escape. And then what? All of the silent old men giggle silently and clap? Well, sometimes they do clap, but it's usually because your thumb blows something up. Oh, really? Oh, sure. Blowing stuff up, freezing stuff, throwing stuff. Uh, freezing stuff, you say? Run real fast, talk to animals. There's one that's kind of like Kitty Pride from X-Men. And you can do all of these things? Well, sure, I guess. Well, well, well then can't, can't you do that to these bloody chains? Well, yeah, I could probably blow your chains off, but you'd probably have no arms left if I did. Well, what about the Kitty Pride thing? Surely you could phase out of your bonds. Well, yeah, but... But what? Good God! We've been stuck here for months, and all this time, all you had to do was belch your way out of there? I told you, it's more of a sneeze. Sneeze your way out of there? See, the thing is, with these sort of things, they're loud. Like, really loud. And? But? So? Therefore? Well, the guard told us to keep quiet. The... The... And yeah, I practice this stuff a lot, but I'm not very good. I mean, it takes decades to get any real skill. Pretty much a lifetime, at least for a mortal. Now, Enro, if I actually get 15 minutes of quiet time to teach him this stuff, who never mind him. Are you good enough to get out of the chains? Well, yeah, I suppose, but then what? I make a lot of noise, the guards come in, and they see him out of my chains. That counts as an escape attempt. And what am I supposed to do then? Reflect damage them to death, you nitwit! Well, well, they won't be able to touch me for a while. I'll still be under the effect of the thume. I suppose I could use my athletic skill to just sprint the hell out of here. B uh, but, but, what, what about me? Exactly. Exactly? What do you mean, exactly? You think I didn't consider shadowcatting my way out of here? But I wouldn't leave a man behind. And once I'm ethereal, I can't even pick your lock for you. You'd be stuck here, and I'd be... Ugh, back at school again. It's the only place around here I know. Not exactly a win in my book. So, you're deliberately not getting out of here for my sake? You... You're enduring this humiliation and torture just... So that I would be lonely? Well... Yeah, man, we're buddies. I wouldn't do that to you. I don't know what to say. No need, sweetie. Don't worry about it. I, I'm literally speechless at the stupidity of your worldview. Uh, I'm sorry? Oh, you damn well better be sorry. You could marathon all the way to Riften in an afternoon. Call the banners, light the beacons, and instead, you've been keeping me awake with your snoring for... How long has it been? Well, the last episode was in... April. By Malak's underbite. What? No, that can't be right. We're in April now. Of last year. Of la... How are we justifying this? Don't break the fourth wall, man. Just focus on me. Uh, yes, of course. So, you... Buffoon! You... You gather your whatever. And you get out of those chains immediately, and you summon help. Or, at the very least, teach Enro some of your greybeard voodoo and have him break me out. 
Or save the world from the dragons? No, to hell with that. You bring him here, and you have him practice his newfound skills on these guards. Are you sure? Yes, I'm bloody well sure. The fact that we've been here for, well, as long as we have, is an outrage. And it will not stand, I tell you. Alrighty then. Here goes. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, okay, here we go. Four realsies. Totally. Uh, okay, here we go. Find the Gron! You've done it! I... What? What's that? I... Uh, Sebastian, you're moving your lips, but no sound is coming out. I... I... I said you? keep it quiet in there. Sebastian, I can't hear you. Your ability to speak must be nullified whilst you're under the influence of your... whatever that is. Now go, quickly. Fly, you fool. Stop laughing. Just go, will you? If I have to come in there and shut you up, I'm going to shut you up real good. Painful-like. Uh, sorry, officer. Okay, no long goodbyes. Just go, quickly. And off he runs, making not a sound in his passing. <sighs> Finally, maybe I'll be able to get some bloody you sleep. Know, I don't ask much. <sighs> I only ask that you stay quiet, and you can't even do that for me. I ask and I ask and hey, wait a minute. What was that? Oh, why? Uh, what was what, Carmen? I, I just seen a blur, kind of, kind of, pass through me and, and rush down the hall. Never seen nothing move that fast. Well, if it passed through you, it must have been your imagination. Yeah, you're probably right. Mama always said I had a real good imagination. Well, there, there you go then. She was right all along, wasn't she? Yeah, Mama knew a lot of stuff. So, uh, I guess I'll get back to my reading. Wait a minute. Wasn't there two of you before? Two, uh, two of... What? Now? Yeah, I could have sworn it was you and some swishy fella next to you. Are you certain? Uh, as far as I know, it's just been me. All alone here, wallowing away for over a year. D did you know it had been over a year? Well, in the real world, uh, sure. Uh, but this is a story, see. You know, we're not bound by the strictures of real time in here. The story just kind of continues as if no time had passed between episodes. Uh, you know, so in reality, it's only been, say, you know, a month or two, you know, since you got here. Is that a fact? Still, imagine that, being all alone, cooped up here for a month or two. I have been so lonely. Yeah, I feel for you, fella. Yeah, I really do. I wish I could do something to help you. Oh, I'm sure you could think of something. For example, my wrists hurt so badly from these shackles. Perhaps... No. No, that would be silly. Ah, oh, come on. I want to help you if I can. Poor little elf all alone and whatnot. You want a massage or something? A mas... No, I don't want a... That is actually, if you could remove this manacle and just... Massage my wrist a bit. It would do me a world of good. Truly. I don't know. If I undo your manacle... Oh, I'll still have the other one on. It's not like I could go anywhere. Yeah. 
You know, uh, like you said, you, you still have the other one on. Like I said, exactly. So, what do you say, friend? Well, I don't suppose it could hurt nothing. Not your fault the boss hasn't been here to put you to work. I mean, it's hard to get good help these days. You are preaching to the choir, brother. Believe me, I know. And a slave without sore wrists is probably better than a slave that's all bruised up and such. Exactly. You're on the right track, so could you... All right, then. Just because you and me have developed such a rapport over the past year, uh, or a uh, couple months, uh, and so on. Oh, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate this. Don't mention it, buddy. There you go. Now, I'm just going to rub you right here along this bruise here. Yeah, I promise you, it ain't nothing weird or nothing. I'm just a fella helping another fella out. Capiche? Oh, I totally capiche, you idiot. What was that? One step closer to freedom and to beheading the traitorous reptile. All I need to do is blast this other handcuff with a freezing spell. Whoa, whoa. Think, Soros. I must cast a resist frost spell first or I'll take my bloody arm off. Dodged a bullet there. Okay, and now... Success! Now all I have to do is take out the rest of the guards and I'm free. Well, well, well. Blast. I know that gloat. So, Dark Elf. You've killed poor Carmine. And somehow, your companion has escaped. Or so it seems. Companion? You must be mistaken. I, I was just telling your minion here that uh, I've been alone the whole time. Speak no further. Your powers won't work on me, boy. Oh, really? This luxurious coat I am wearing is impervious to all forms of magical attack. You fire your magics at me, and all you'll be doing is embarrassing yourself. In addition to incurring my considerable wrath, Carmine was an idiot. A stain on my organization I'd just as soon see cleansed. Believe it or not, You've done me a favor today, Dark Elf. I advise you to stop while you are ahead. So, where does this leave us? I put you to work. Something easy, like, say, scrubbing my chamber pot. After a few years of that, you'll advance to something more suited to your talents. Court jester, perhaps. Not bloody likely. Gentlemen, these men are the finest archers this side of Cyrodiil. Your magical powers are useless against me, and if you so much as twitch a finger in their direction, they have orders to fill you with a veritable swarm of arrows. There's no possible ending to this story. They will find you with your freedom and life intact. Oh, are you so sure about that? Actually, yes, I am abundantly sure of that. Well, the powerful mage who recently defeated your pathetic handcuffs right there is even now speeding away to gather our friends to effect my release. And we have very powerful friends, Mr. Bajerone. You would be wise are to... Are referring to this powerful mage right here? Oh, son of a... Yeah, um... I thought we had a plan, Sebastian. I thought I mentioned I wasn't very good. They caught me as soon as I became corporeal, which was actually right around the corner there. That really wasn't nearly as long as I thought it would be. 
Man, I'm getting rusty. Yes, well, brava. Gentlemen, I'm sorry to say that you have exceeded my threshold for irritation. I, I simply do not have the time or inclination to worry about whether or not you will attempt escape again. I am a very busy man. I'm afraid this is the end for you. Oh, no! Are you going to lead us from this dungeon to your execution chamber and gloat a while before having our heads off? While all the while we look for the slightest opportunity to escape? I'm afraid that method of doing business is terribly cliched. I told you, I don't have time for this. I have a hair appointment in a half an hour. I'm just going to have my archers here run you through a few dozen times with arrows and uh, throw your corpses out into the street. I'm sure the local wildlife will have you cleaned up in no time. Uh, Put the bald one with the elf and uh, let's be done with this regrettable business. Well, Sebastian, this is the end. I know you tried. Yeah, sorry about that. I wish I could have lived to see my kid born. Talk about overcooked. That child has been gestating for, like, two years now. Do you two ever stop bickering? Um, excuse me, aren't we allowed some final parting words before you murder us? Isn't there, like, a code of honor or something? No, there is a clock, which is ticking relentlessly toward the appointed time of my impending comb-over. Yeah, about that. Have you ever considered just... Shaving the whole thing off? I mean, God, I saved so much time not having any hair. Plus, it is sexy as hell for the ladies. I'm super serious you should try it. I'll take that under advisement. Now, as I was saying, archers, pull back, take aim, and... Meanwhile, far to the south, Enro and company are in the very verge of rejoining their beleaguered colleagues, myself included in a nondescript, seemingly empty cave, where... What are you doing? Excuse me? Why did you just end the scene like that? It's a cliffhanger! A story device to create anticipation on the part of the listener. It was a tense moment, and... Yeah, it's a tense moment, and I believe... Yeah, right here on page 14. There's more story there, and you just skipped it. Who cares? They're dead anyway. No sense wasting good air time Dude, on... spoilers! What the hell, man? Look, we've been off the air for a year, and all of us are eager to have our stories told. I'm in that bloody cave, and I'd like the story to focus on what's happening with me for a while. You're not the writer. No, but within the context of the story, I'm the one telling it. And I think it's about bloody time we got to the part of the story that has more me in it. Tori, finish the scene as it was written. That's... that's an order. An order? Well, now, we're in a bit of a pickle, aren't we? I don't take bloody orders from you, laddie. How dare you barge into my booth and give me an order? Don't you realize who I am? Screw it, you're fired, get out. What? Out of the booth, you're done. You know how many jobs I had to blow off to write this damn thing? And I'm not going to let some cut-rate Sean Connery pull a George Lucas remix on my story. I'll have you know my Sean Connery is immaculate. Whatever. Put it on your resume. Take a hike. You'll come crawling back. They always come crawling back. Yeah. We'll see. (sighs) Okay, so, uh... 
Hi, everyone. Uh, just forget about all that, and we now return you to our regularly scheduled program in progress. Archers, pull back. Take aim. And what the devil was that? That, you fool, is a little thing I like to call a deus ex machina. Oh my god, that game was so freaking good. No, seriously, what is that? Do you have a hand in this dark elf? If I said yes, would you think me a diabolical mastermind? Oh, I just want you more dead for wasting my time. Well, it's a mystery to me. Perhaps you and your men should go check it out. Whatever it is, it's getting closer. Well, just keep a low profile and maybe it'll kill all of them and we can just tiptoe away over their sundered corpses. Uh, go ahead, Badger. Go defeat that intruder. We'll just be in here minding our own business. Says, I will be back for you, Dark Elf. And you. You really think I could pull off the full bald look? Oh, positively. They say a bald head is the solar panel for a sex machine, you know. Oh, for crying out loud. You? I might just leave you alive to serve in a queer eye for the streak eye capacity. But your pointy-eared friend is as good as dead, so say your goodbyes. All right, men. Let's go deal with whatever nuisance that is. Sound good? Are you kidding? That's the best thing I've heard all day. A welcome respite from your snoring. I'm telling you, I don't Silence! Whatever that is, it's coming this way. Prepare yourself for battle, old friend. This sounds like a whopper. That was like 20 armed men they just killed. How the hell are we supposed to... Wait a minute. What? Something... Eh, forget it. Something what? Just sounds... Familiar. I was just thinking the same... Oh, hell. There you are. Susie? They're in here, guys. Guys? That little girl gathered our friends and led them to our rescue. I love this kid. I know, right? Honey, how the hell did you... I brought backup. Duh. Oh. Hey, uh, Frosty. Ridiculous name. But we never would have found you without this guy. What guy? Oh, hell no. Hello, Soros. I hope you're not still all butthurt about the whole selling you into slavery thing. Not still. I have sworn a blood oath before Sithis himself to use your decapitated skull as a sports accessory, you craven traitor! Okay, so maybe still a little butthurt. Uh, walk it off, pal. We have to get moving. I will have satisfaction now. You can satisfy yourself on your own time. Right now, we have to meet the guys. They're heading towards some cave, and if we leave right now, we might be able to catch up to them. The guys? You told them what was going on? Yes, but they figured the orc, the Bosmer, and the Imperial needed more help than you two. Because they knew I wouldn't leave you in any real harm. <laughs> right? <laughs> of course not, silly. So, uh, we just go down south, meet up, and the party's back together again. After, what, like... Two months or something, right? It's been over a year! No, it hasn't. Anywho, uh, if you'll follow the Atronach, he'll lead us out and we can get going. Come on, boys, get the lead out. We have a long walk ahead of us. You know, a thank you would be nice. What? 
I let you borrow my pet and tear up this place. You could be more appreciative. To save your father from being the prisoner of a crime lord. Whatever. He could have gotten out of here whenever he wanted. Oh, and Dad, you might want to drop by the house and say hi to Mom. She's kind of going to have a kid any minute now. Gods, could you be any more insensitive? Honey, I am so sorry, but really, I've been chained up here and... Eh, I'm just kidding. Mom's cool. No worries. But seriously, you should go say hi. Bring chocolate. Probably some beer wouldn't hurt. Are you insane? Beer to a pregnant woman. Dude, she's the Nord. Oh, dear, yes, of course. What was I thinking? Yeah, okay, right. Uh, As I said, follow the Atonok and we're out of here. We can meet up with the guys before nightfall. Yeah, no rush on the mom thing. She's working on some really sweet suit of armor right now, so she'd probably be mad if you interrupted anyways. Maybe bring the rest of your friends once you find them all. Thanks, Pumpkin. And thank you, Frosty. Really great job, guys. <laughs> it was nothing, really. Sweetie, you need to be real quiet for a while, okay? Gotta say, I'm a teensy bit pissed at you right now. Understood. But really, I... Ah! Okay, shutting up now. All right, Frosty. Lead the way out of this wretched hive of scum and villainy. Crap, I'm sorry. I forgot. Uh, so, uh, shit. He took his notes with him. Uh, just, uh, give me, give me a second here. Uh, okay, um, okay. So, uh, last time Inro was around, he just stepped into a puddle of elf puke. Uh, not my best work. Uh, in fact, yeah, I think the whole scene was a bit on the meh side. Uh, in any event, uh, they were looking for the cave where Urun, Elgvir, and, um, where those two guys went. Uh, following the tracks they discovered earlier, uh, they, they, uh, come upon a large clearing. And at the other side of that clearing, they see... The cave! The cave! Talos mio, it is the cave! Todd, it's about time! Who the hell had the bright idea for us to split up anyway? That wasn't my first choice, but we had to settle things with Badger. Dark Brotherhood assassins, I know. I can anticipate them. But Mafia thugs, they's wily. We don't need them coming after us, too. Besides, the journey you had to take was a private one. Imagine if we'd brought the whole group to Dr. Turvinger's office. People go there to try to calm down. The bunch of us come in and... Whatever locura they had would set in for good. Well, I'll say it again. And I really hate to admit this. It wounds me to say it. But that guy really knew his stuff. I mean, I had a real legitimate down-in-my-bones phobia. And he killed it. He killed it with a skill worthy of Nordic song. I have heard such songs, but I could not understand them. Lots of banging on tables and horns that would only play two notes. And yelling... Como siempre the yelling. Well, you know, we have to yell. Well, of course you do. I just do not see why. Because how the hell are they going to hear us talking about them in Sovngarde if we don't holler at them? So you are saying that when you scream at the top of your lungs, you're yelling at dead people? Yes, so they can hear us 
You mean to tell me you don't yell at your dead people? No, we most certainly do not. We honor them with silence. <laughs> well, that's just wrong. Gando, how do your people honor your dead? We don't. Uh, how's that? We don't honor them. Not in the sense that y'all do, anyway. Wait a minute. You guys are a warrior people. You guys die all the time. I mean, you know, battle and stuff. Most of us do, yes. They shed blood and give their lives for your people. For your lands. And you're telling me you don't give them the props they're due? Yeah, we lost half our land in the Great War. You don't see us crying over it. You are changing the subject, hermano. How can you not pay respect for those who have fallen? Yes, Hammerfell was decimated in your defiance to the Thalmor, but your people held their ground. Many of your people were slain, and by that sacrifice, your home remains. Well, we just don't pay it much mind. Only thing on a Red God's mind is the next battle. You learn from the last one, you do better in the next one. That's all that matters. Someone dies, that's regrettable. Of course it is. But we don't waste time talking to them, yelling at them, or lighting a bunch of candles on the spot where they died. Hate to break it to y'all, but the dead can't hear you. They can if you holler at them. My friends, I encourage you to continue believing as you believe. I will also hold fast to my beliefs. I have no interest in changing yours, and I'd appreciate the same courtesy. Dude, you've been trying to change my belief system since the moment we met. I was simply telling you that Todd Howard is the one true God. That ain't a belief system. That's just the way it is. Todd is everywhere. You can see him in every tree. The way the clouds move. You see how this grass is anti-alias to the point where you can't even see the pixels? I may not be the work of Todd, but it was done by his command. And you could be damn sure if some NPC jive turkey gets himself killed, Todd ain't lamenting homeboy's passing. He's moving on to the next mission, spawning another NPC with the same voice. And the game keeps moving along, friend. Always moving. Well, so, anyway, yeah. We yell at our dead people, sing songs about them. Just keeps them alive in our hearts, I guess. It's our way. Well, speaking of moving, it seems we've arrived at the cave. And not a moment too soon. Shall I go in first? Inro is the chosen one. It is he who should lead us to our friends. <laughs> Siento, hermano. But uh, Inro does not enter caves first. It is his way. Thank you, Kando. I'll be happy to be the first to enter this cave and rescue our erstwhile companions. What? What? Oh, now that he is watching, you are happy to enter the cave first. The last cave we went to, he was adamant that I go in first. He was afraid of bugs. Do you hear me? Bugs. And he say, Zapatos, you go in first. And I say, but I am an archer and I need to be behind. And he is insisting, no, Zapatos, you go. Please, go first. <laughs> I did not say please. There were spider webs. Of course you did not say please. Gentlemen. No. Permitan me, hermano. You said that you don't want spider webs in your hair. And I say, but Inro, my whole body is covered in hair. And you say... Well, the man has a point. You say, commence Operation Swiffer and... What did you just say right now? I said he had a point. You can't get spider webs in your hair. 
It ain't right. Thank you. And again, look at my body and how it is swathed entirely in hair. And yet I must go first? That ain't hair, son. That is fur. These words, they are synonymous. No, sir. Hair like Enro's and mine takes work to maintain. Do you know how long it takes me each morning to tease this thing into a perfectly spherical fro? And Enro here obviously observes a strict moisturization regimen. But, but my whole body... You got fur, son. Don't require no maintenance. Don't require a trip to the barbershop every two weeks. I mean, hell, from the smell of you, no offense. But you don't even need to clean it. I clean it all the time. Do you think these arms look this good by themselves? I have to lick them five times a day just to make them look this good. Of course you do. But spiderwebs are rich in glycine and alanine, which are both very important amino acids. Uh, they provide a host of health benefits, man. I was just doing you a favor. How, how could you possibly know that? My dad was a part-time alchemist, always trying to make the next best thing to skooma. <laughs> Never made it, though. Plus, I kind of went through a bodybuilding phase in high school, except I was pushing about 300 pounds at that point, so the phase was pretty short-lived. But, 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 and I learned all about amino acids and their benefits. And I knew if you licked that crap out of your fur, it would benefit you both mentally and physically. I cannot believe this. So, because there are no spider webs around this cave, you are going in first without protest. Uh, I insist, actually. Maybe before that, we should call out and see if our friends are even in there. Oh, good call, Kando. Yo! Um, little, uh, bartender dude. <laughs> I swear I can't pronounce that dude's name. It makes me feel bad, kinda. Hey, Urine! You guys in there? They're in there. <laughs> Elvia, you alright, son? You need us to come in there and get you? Can you get out on your own? Dude, I wanted to heroically swoop in there and save him. Tangled up? Wait, does that mean spider webs? Shut up, Enro. We coming in, son. Don't you worry none, okay? Go ahead, Enro. Yeah, but he said tangled up, and I'm a little concerned about that phrasing. Man, just fine, okay? I'm going. Jeez. Holy crap. Hiya, guys. Uh, this here is, uh, well, this is our complication. In Howard's name, that is a Dwemer Sphere Guardian. I ain't seen one of them since my time in Morrowind. It's remarkably well-preserved. How did you get it not to attack you? These things are notorious for violence. Ah, newcomers. This is just wonderful. Six visitors in the space of a few short days. Holy crap. A few short days. <laughs> Senor Roboto, it has been well over a year since... No, we ain't talking about that no more. But, but the truth is that it has been over a year. The joke is old, brother. We're glossing over it. But but gloss. So anyhow, uh, this is something new. Holy crap. I've never seen a Dwemersphere Guardian that talks. A non-violent, talking Dwemersphere Guardian. This is truly unprecedented. It is good to meet you, sir. Pardon me, sir, but I must correct you. I am in fact extremely violent. I kind of have a boner for murder, if I may be so brash. Yeah, so he's been reminding us for a year. I, I mean, uh, several days. 
I guess. Speak the password and enter. Oh, God, there he goes again. Uh, password? He keeps saying that over and over. I have a huge problem with annoying repetitive sound. Makes me grind my tusks something awful. He just keeps saying it over and over. Holy crap! Dude, shut up! What did I just say about repeating stuff over and over? What the hell, man? Finish your damn thought for crying out loud. It's freaking BB-8! What is he talking about? Do you know this thing? It's BB-8. And he talks. And he's heavily armed with an assortment of bladed weaponry. And I love him. We, we need to keep him. I need to keep him. Okay, I'm confused. He rolls around on a little ball. It's BB-8. You are mistaken. My designation is not BB-8. Well, what is your designation, friend? I am not your friend. And the Masters did not see fit to program me with a designation when I was manufactured. I rolled off the assembly line and was ordered to guard the entrance of this outpost. And I have remained since that day, thousands of years past. Can we name him? I gotta name him. I'll name him and he'll be my sidekick. Now, wait a while, Inro. And I will be his Poe. What the hell is he blabbing on about? Oh, I forgot. You have literally been living in a cave for the past four months. Why? What's happened out there? Was it the dragons? A new Star Wars movie came out. There was a droid, and he vaguely resembled... Speak the password and enter. So, you all had time to go see a movie? Yeah, four times in the theater and twice on Blu-ray. See a movie six times. And also Deadpool three times, because it was awesome. Understood. And yet... You couldn't find a few short hours to rescue us from this mechanized monstrosity. You were so pleasant when you first arrived. Now, you're just being hurtful. I I'm sorry, that wasn't directed at you. I'm just saying that the bastard watches too many bloody movies, is all. Let's just forget about all that for now, shall we? Now, you, uh, Guardian. Yeah, I, I wish I didn't have to address you by your description. That's not only hurtful, but rude. And uh, we have no wish to be rude to you. If it would facilitate communication, I could edit my source file and insert a designation of your choosing, so that you could address me in a manner you consider comfortable. Would you like me to do this? Why, yes. That would be splendid. I get to name him. Hush up, Ebro. Please, by all means. We would like to provide you with a designation. And then you will speak the password and enter? We will do everything in our power to help you fulfill your programming, yes. But I'm the one that gets to name him. It's not a he, it's an it. Accessing root directory, opening source file. Please, select the designation for this unit. However, since this is my name we are talking about, Please do not allow this hairy, sweaty piece of Nordic filth to give me a name that I will have to bear for possibly thousands and thousands of additional years. He is very clearly an idiot. Hey, f*** you two! Designation acknowledged. Source file saved and closed. Hello, my name is A4Q2. Speak the password and enter. Hey, 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 that's not your name. Your name is BB-8 and we need to have a talk about your attitude. That is not my designation. You said A4Q2. That's not what I said. I said, hey! Drop it, Ero. 
This episode is running way too long as it is. Come on, man. The listeners deserve a decent-sized episode. Guys, I really wish I could just sit here balancing on my ball all day and listen to you arguing with each other. It is quite honestly the finest entertainment I have witnessed in my long operational lifetime. However, I must insist that you speak the password immediately, or I will thresh your meaty bodies into their constituent components with very little effort and even lesser regret, because YOLO. Well, what is this password? Seriously, you think I'm just going to up and tell you? Are you freaking kidding me? Eh, it was worth a shot. You must now select who will announce the password. I advise you to choose the wisest among you, for he will be responsible either for your success or for your grisly grisly demises. Well, if you're looking for wisdom, the choice is obviously Dilly, uh, Candle. Sorry. I appreciate your confidence, son, but I honestly have no idea. Well, I do. No, he does not. No, he does not. Do not listen to him. Actually, I do. Now, wait a while, friend. We have to discuss this. And our password will be... No, he'll kill us all! No, I am totally going to be the one that does that. He will just be the reason. And our password will be... Oh, my God. This is how it ends. This is what I get for leaving the bar. This is not the time for one of your jokes, Enro. You stand down, boy. He does not speak for us. You're right. He's an idiot. A loudmouth idiot. Disregard. Disregard. And our password will be... Sanfar Pulwingil Skolgerich Quidrovich Santicilio Gogogo. Did you just say long fire pull a windhill gold gayerich windrove will land silio go go go? Exactly. That's what I thought you said. Well, anyway. Password accepted. Welcome to Dwemer Outpost 187 Master. And, if I may say, it's about damn time. Did you know these guys tried to pull a wolf in the fold on me? Like I'm some freaking Star Trek computer? I swear. Anyway, I'm rambling. I'm just so excited to see you. I'm sure you can tell from the sound of my voice. I'm just super super thrilled. Obviously. Please, follow me. How in the name of Gruffod's Tusk Tartar did you come up with that? Barbarella, 1968. Gene Fonda. Yeah. So, uh, Elf Dude. My name is Elgvir. Of course it is. Uh, you were saying something about me watching too many bloody movies, I think. Uh, care to elaborate on that? You got lucky. You have been listening to Keeg's Quest, a Skyrim adventure by Rich Matheson. Music selections were taken from the Skyrim original soundtrack by Jeremy Soule. Please support Mr. Soule's awesome work by buying this album at www.directsong.com. Keeg's Quest is based on the Elder Scrolls universe created by Bethesda Game Studios. This production is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Bethesda Game Studios nor its parent company, ZeniMax Media. This episode featured the additional voice talents of Isabella Conradi as Susie and Siri as A4Q2. Again, I hate to sound like a broken record, but I'm sorry for the extreme length of time between last episode and this one. It's just, you know, I get to it whenever I can, and most of the time I can't. 
So, over the last several months, I've been piecing together five, ten minutes here, and, and hopefully there weren't too many narrative snafus along the way. But I, I hope you like this episode, and I hope that the longer duration of the episode kind of helped take away a little bit of the sting. Uh, I've got three jobs now, and uh, so that's fun. But they're all doing stuff that I enjoy doing. It just you know, takes away time from me being able to dick around in front of the microphone recreationally. So anyway, we're back, uh, more or less. So anyway, I'll probably be doing a campfire sometime in the next you know month or two just to kind of update you on the goings-on in my hectic, hectic life. Oh, and if you happen to be in the San Joaquin County area over the next month or so, I invite you to come see me in uh, Funny Money at Stockton Civic Theater. I am a cop. I'm, I'm always a cop, and I'll get into that more in the campfire if you know that happens. But if you happen to be in California, San Joaquin County-ish, and uh, have, you know, a little spare time on a weekend, come and see me. Say hi. Say, hey, dude. I listened to Keeks Quest. I drove all the way out here to come and see your sorry ass on stage, and damn, you've let yourself go. <laughs> So, um, yeah, come and see me if you can or if you want to. Uh, we'll be playing until May 15th, I believe. Uh, Fridays, Saturdays, and a Sunday matinee around 2-ish. Uh, if you want info on that, go to SCT Live Theater. That's T-H-E-A-T-R-E. It's the proper spelling. Dot com. And all the information for tickets and stuff like that will be there. It's a hilarious show. It's very funny, and I hope you like it. And uh, the director is a huge Skyrim fan, so um, come and say hi to him as well. All right, guys. Well, this is it for this episode. I See, I even lost count of what episode this is. I, I the, the, the file on the computer says episode 18. It's not episode 18. I think it's episode 17. So that's including the fake episode. I mean, the, the episode that it was in the fake campfire, I believe, was 16. And so, logically, this one should be 17, I'm hoping. Um, I, I'm a very disorganized human being, as, as I'm sure I've regaled you with those facts before. So anyway, <clears throat> I hope you enjoyed episode 17, and I look forward to bringing you episode 18, hopefully, God willing, by the end of the year, but you never can tell with me. But hopefully this will tide you over till then. And uh, until then, um, tweet me, email me, the new email address. Oh, crap. Okay, so I had to change the email address because I was getting spam. I mean, all these pecker pill ads and all these, you know, lovely Russian ladies that apparently need a green card. You know, uh, so that, that email address had to go. And uh, the new email address, I believe, is rich at inrokeeg.com. Don't quote me on that. But if... You email that address and it bounces back. Then tweet me and say, "Dude, what the hell?" And I'll look it up and I'll and I'll see what it is. So yeah, keep in touch and uh, hopefully I will see you guys soon. God, the, the credits are almost longer than the freaking episode. Anyway, um, okay, love you guys. See you later. Bye. You have been listening to Keeg's Quest. A <clears throat> oh dear. I need to readjust my microphone because I put it low for reasons. Okay. Here we go. Let me get this stuff out of the way. Okay. Poor little elf. Poor. I simply do not want.
I simply do not have the time or inclination to worry about whether or not you will escape. Fuck. I simply do not have the time or inclination to worry about whether or not you will escape again. Attempt. Fuck. I'm afraid that method of doing business is terribly cliched. How <laughs> funny. I'm afraid that method of doing business is terribly cliched. I told you, I don't have time for this. I have a hair appointment in half an hour. I'm just going to have my archers here run you through a couple dozen times with arrows and throw your corpses out into the street. <laughs> okay. No, there's a clock which is ticking relentlessly toward the appointed time of my impes... It's a cliffhanger, a storytelling device to tell... <clears throat> um, excuse me, aren't... Uh, oh, no, that's his line. Never mind. I knew it as soon as I said it. <sighs> Reflect damage to them, you nitwit. No. Reflect damage them... Okay, that's phrased that way. Okay. Are you certain? Uh, as far as I know, it's... Just been me. All alone here. Wallowing away for over a year. Do you... <laughs> okay, that's good. Whoa, shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, so... Apparently... Um... I lost all feeling in my left leg. Um... And it just collapsed. I, that's happened once before in a blooper reel. I don't remember which episode it was. But, um, that happened. And I, oh God, the tingles have started. Whew! Okay. So, that was fun. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Still on the floor here. Um, oh God, that feels not good. Okay, I can move it again. And let me readjust. Sick. See? Okay, there it is. Ooh. Oh, shit. Okay, it rewound all the way to the beginning there. Oh, man. That's not fun. Not still... I have sworn a blood oath before... Si bleh. Not still... Uh, not still... I have sworn a blood oath before... Th before... That's very difficult. You try saying it. Sworn a blood oath before Th Sithis himself. It's very hard to say. Try it. I double dog dare you. Not still. I have sworn a blood oath before Th Fuck! Lead the way out of this wretched hive of scum and villainy. 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 You know, a thank you would be nice. Don't kick the. Don't kick the. Oh, I microphone. kicked it? I'm sorry. Yeah, it'll make sorry, noise. microphone. I love you. I bought. <laughs> I know, it's hard. <laughs> recorded all of these lines and uh, tore my throat all to pieces and of course it was not recording and now I have to do the whole thing again to save your father from being the prisoner of a to save your father from being damn because how the hell are they gonna hear us in Sovngarde if we no because how the hell are we gonna oh damn it let me grab my headphones to see if they are working Hello. Oh, that is nice. I think that will work nicely.
And he say, Zapatos, you go in first. And I say, but I am an archer. And you, you <laughs> okay. Well, sir, I admit we're in a bit of a quandary here. Uh, we can't exactly leave. Wait, I need to put on my headphones because I forgot that and it helps a bit. Yes, here we go now. All right then. Why? What's happened out there? Was it the dragon? Nah, 